We are going to start Be'ez Hashem, a brand new sugya today within our greater sugya of the Kedushas Adibur speech. And today I want to discuss a very interesting halacha, which is a little bit unknown. I mean, we know the halacha exists, but I want to go through the actual halachas and ramifications of those halachas. And that is the Indian of MS and Sheka. The Indian of speaking correctly, Be'emes and not Be'sheke, we'll see Be'ez Hashem. Some unbelievable halachas here. Unbelievable halachas. I think actually you'll find, it's amazing when you go through these halachas, there are actually some kulas over here that you guys probably didn't know in this sugya. So, I'm going to go through Akdama, and then we're going to run through many, many halachas. Maybe we'll take questions afterwards, because there's just too much to get through, at least for today. I'd like to finish the sugya today. There's the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Kufgimel Omar Aleph. The Gemara says that there are a group of people, Rachman al-Itzlan, that don't get the Shechina. And those are lies. One of those people are lies. They're not Zoycha to have the Shechina. That's a very, very, very harsh, harsh punishment to not have the Shechina in our lives. One of those people, says the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Kufgimel, is someone that lies. When he talks about Shara Emes, Shara Sheket, says that if a person is a liar, he's not believed, even when he's telling the truth. There's a Mishnah in Perkyovis, towards the end of Perik Aleph, the Mishnah tells us, There are three things that the world exists on, and one of them is Emes. Emes is one of the existence of the world, one of the pillars of the world. The way Shishchachma brings down a scary thing, says the way Shishchachma brings riots, that the lying, Sheke is what caused the Chorban by Yisrishan and the Chorban by Yisheni. Look what it does, Rabbi said. The Gemara in Tainis, which you all learnt, not that long ago, you'll tell me the duff in a minute, that talks about, that when people speak the MS, they bring Shefa, Brocha down to the world. Right? Marantainis, Tavches, Omeralev. Anyway, Yaakov Avinu, we know, was Zoycha, to the twelve Shvatim, Titin Emes Liyakov. The Chaisim, the seal of the Rabbi Shalaylam, is Emes, is truthful. And Orcha Sadiqim says that if people start to learn to speak the truth, Mashiach will come and all the Tsaris and Klalisra will end. Unbelievable thing. On the other hand, there's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, Sadi Beis, the Gemara tells us, Rabbi says, it's not me, it's a Gemara. If a person changes his words, he lies. I'm going to say a pshat on my own. Maybe the pshat is. What, what is it? I just lied. That's all I did. I changed it from a yes to a no, from a no to a yes. What's the big deal? So why does a person lie? Often because he wants to get what he wants. He says something and they ask him a question and he, he answers it in order to get the result that he wants. You don't believe there's a rabbi who can get that result without you lying? That's why you're over the world. That's my I never saw this anywhere. But that could be in the Gemara. There's another Gemara in Shabbos, Kufi Tesamabes, where the Gemara says, similar to what we said before, the reason that Yushalayim was destroyed was because people who were trustworthy, who spoke the truth, Finished. There no more left. The Rambam in Hilcha Shavuos talks about how careful a person has to be careful to teach his children to speak MS. Tell him, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, once was asked to speak in a Cheda. So he comes to the Cheda 
and he sees and he stops by the door, one of the doors to the Cheder, he stops and he sees that the mezuzah is very low down because they want the kids, who are little kids, to be able to touch the mezuzah on their way into the door. What a beautiful thing. He looked at it, he smiled, and he said, that's so beautiful, but it's Sheker. Put it back to where it's meant to be. It's beautiful, you want to teach the kids to kiss the mezuzah, but don't teach them Sheker. That's not the Mahalo, that's not where mezuzah is meant to be placed, and therefore Rabbi Yaakov said, that's not a person, what it meant to do. The Gemara in Sukkot, Ramadan on base, tells us, that a person has to be very careful, parents do this unfortunately all the time, they tell their kids, oh if you do this, I'll give you that, and they don't give it to them, that's lying. In order to do that, you're teaching them to lie. The Gemara in Sukkot Mufurish. The Gemara in the beginning of Sukkot talks about Dalad Minim as well. Ritzvah says, don't buy your child Dalad Minim, that's possible, and pretend it's kosher. Again, all of these shaitas. Another thing, I heard this from my Meshkech, he said, look at the letters of Emes and the letters of Shekhar. The letters of Emes, there are two Gavaldi Yisoidus. Aleph has two legs. Mem has a base. And Tov has two legs. The letters of Emes stand beautifully. They stand strong and they stand perfectly on the ground. Look at the letters of Shekhar. Shin, the bottom, you know, these little rounded things, like a little bit wobbly. The cuff, straight line, it's a stick again, it's only one leg. And Reish, again, one leg. Doesn't stand. Sheker doesn't stand. MS stands. That's number one. And number two, the letters of MS, Aleph, Mem, Tov, go from the beginning of the Aleph base, middle, and end. If something's MS, it's always MS. Sheker is Shin, Kuf, Reish, is all bunched together. Because if something is untrue, you don't find it that much. Kavaldegi Yisoyedus that were even in the Aleph base of MS and Sheker. And as the Chenach bring down the Mitzvah Ayin Dalet, look at how the Torah warned us against Sheker. Midvah Sheker Tircha. Why does it say that? Stay far away from everything else. It doesn't say that. It only says it by Sheker. Because not only is it Osa, but it's so bad that you have to distance yourself from anything that's Sheker. And a person has to be very, very, very careful to make sure that he does, he's not over on this Issa Rabbeinu Yoyna. Tells us in Sharit Shuva, nine categories of lying in order of severity Ain Shom. The Sefer Hasidim says, if you speak the MS, listen to this. Sefer Hasidim, if you speak the MS, if you train your mouth to always speak the truth, the Rabbani Shom listens to you. That's Gavaldi Rabbi Zayin. That's unbelievable. Who doesn't want the Rabbani Shom to listen to them? Ay, Gavaldi, they brought down in many Svarim that a person has to work on it. And it's only das, that only very few but if the Rabbi Shalom just sees that you are trying to work on it, even if you didn't master the midi yet, you're not totally there, but you're trying, you're working on it, you try as much as you can, that everything that comes out of your mouth is truth, says the Sefer David Shalom B'Shem, the Ola Yishorim, the Rabbi Shalom gives it to you, B'Matana. So all you have to do, Rabbi Shalom, is try. Okay. I'd like to get now to the halachas. Tremendous amount of halachas. We have a little bit of time. I want to go to the halachas and understand when is it mutter, when is it osa, and give you some cases, practical halacha lemaisa. So first of all, MS applies, number one, whether or not the person you spoke about, or anything for that matter, is going to get harmed, or nothing happens to that person. It doesn't make a difference if anybody is negatively influenced, or has any hurt from this. It doesn't make a difference. Lying is lying, but etzem. Um... Even by writing, it's not just speaking. When you write an email, when you write a WhatsApp, anything, anything like that, if you are lying, it is included in that. Um, no shyly whatsoever. The Gemara in Shavuot, even talks about nodding your head, shaking your head, for example. Right? So it's a big shyly, for example, you go to the airport and they say to you, 
Did you, is everything here yours? No, I don't want to say it, right? Because you know I've got a couple of presents in there. Someone gave me a package. We're going there to stroll, whatever. We'll talk about it. But the mice, if you nod your head, when you, you're not allowed to do that. So I go anyway, the post can say, when they ask you, just because we're here now, the post can say, if you're in the airport, and they ask you, is everything here belonging to you? Now, you know that you've got a pair of glasses that belongs to someone that you're taking to chutzpah, that someone asks you to take, or tell to stroll. Generally, the halacha is, you are allowed to say everything belongs to me. Because that's not what they mean. Right? If you know the person well who gave it to you, and it's a pair of glasses, you opened it, you saw it. There's no shiloh whatsoever. It's even in a plastic bag. It's not even a case. There's no chashash that maybe you put something in there. So then you could say yes. But I, you should just know, I myself have not done that. You know, someone once gave me, a, a, I remember, a pair of glasses. And they said to me, is everything here yours? And I said, no. They're like, well, we never heard that one before. There's nothing really? I said, yeah, I have a pair of glasses. Can we see it? Please? Yeah, I took it out. They saw it. They said, okay, no problem. And put it back. No problem. But if you know there's nothing in there that you have any problem whatsoever, you are allowed to tell them that everything belongs to you. You don't have to worry about that. Now, there are certain times with Pnei Shalom that you're allowed. We know the Gemara, for example, in Bob Metziah, that talks all about this in the second paragraph, talks about the Shiloh of when you're allowed to lie. And the Gemara brings a few examples. One of the examples it doesn't bring is Mepnea Shalom. Now, if you want to make Shalom between people, then you are allowed sometimes in order to lie in that way. To make Shalom, for example, Aaron Akain. We learned it from Aaron Akain. Aaron used to go up to a guy and say, you know, he really wants to make Shalom with you. I had to do this once. It was very, very hard. But I had to do this once. I had to, you know quote-unquote, say the not-truth, in order to make shalom between two parts. Somebody called me up and said, do me a favor, will you speak to them? I really want to make shalom with them, and whatever it is, and I had to make up, you know, it was a whole thing. But sometimes when play shalom, you are allowed to sometimes change the truth. The Gemara talks about this, in Ksubas. Right, you're allowed to mishabach the color. You go to the chassan and say, ah, chassan, what an amazing color. You know anything about her? No. You didn't see her, she's on the side of the mechitza. Well, what are you praising the color for? So one of the answers are, you're even allowed to lie. Because beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. You might think she doesn't look so attractive, but he obviously does, we hope. And therefore, if that's the case, that's not really called lying. And I, another example, again, we're going to go through many examples that don't fit things to show them to stamp. What if, for example, you have a package you want to send, and you want them to treat it well. So what's the best way of making them sure they treat it well? You write it glass. Handle with care, glass. But there's no glass in there. Is that called lying? So the person can say, that's fine. It accomplishes the same thing. They don't mean that the duck the glass. Glass is something that they're using as an example to say that they're going to keep it careful and therefore there's no problem with that any, any whatsoever. Let's move on to Rabbi's side. Um, okay. Um, Gewaldic. Somebody comes into your home. Somebody comes knocks on the office door. He knocks on your home door. You don't want to answer the door. Right. What do you want is the door? Are you allowed to say, I'm not available? Or could your kids say, my daddy's not available? What do you mean not available? You're sitting eating supper right now. You could very easily come to the door. You're having a coffee right now. You're drinking a pina colada. You're, 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 you're relaxing. You're enjoying yourself. What do you mean you're not available? So Shem Zalman said, you're not to answer every phone call and every knock on the door. You know, I'm not available right now. And therefore there's no problem with that whatsoever. Um, you're allowed to say, we can't answer right now. Please come back later. I would mean I could theoretically, I'm not m'chuyiv to, and therefore there's no problem with that whatsoever. In fact, even if they're sleeping, even if they're sleeping, the, uh, the, the, the bells are dying as a true in Shevet Kaasi. He says, even if you're sleeping, you're allowed to say, or the child is allowed to say, my daddy's not in right now. What do you mean? He's, he's sleeping. Because your neshama's gone up there. So therefore, your be'etzim not here. Unbelievable. Zak. Mishnah Zalman used to do differently. He used to go to sleep, to, you know, to have a bit koichas to learn. 
So he would tell his wife, or whoever's at the door, tell them I'm preparing for she. Maybe you're going to sleep now. Yeah, but by going to sleep, I'm preparing for shit to give me karachas to learn. So there are ways of doing it that might actually be more time, and you don't have to worry. Okay, another example, Kitzhak discusses such a thing. Well, for example, what happens if you, by you saying the absolute truth, you're going to cause a problem, you're going to cause an argument, you have to know how, but you can sometimes, Mishan, you can change the truth. Another, I'm going to give another example, a pregnant woman. Right, who is not seen on her that she's pregnant, wants to know, I've been asked this question by women sometimes, am I allowed to answer no? You know, so my sister-in-law said to me, are you pregnant? She's not eating something. I don't want to tell her. It's too early in the game. I'm not going to tell her anything. Am I allowed to lie? It's an outright lie. She knows she is. Nobody else does. Am I allowed to lie? So here the post can say that you are allowed to lie because you don't want people to find out. Um, let's get a ride from someone. Someone offers you a right. They say, where are you going? You don't want to tell them where you're going because you're going to make them go, you know, they're going to drive you all the way there. I should be my tree like somebody else. Nah, we don't want to do that. We just learned recently in the Sadiqim, one of the worst in Shah HaKovit, the worst thing is for Shah Ava. The worst thing for a person to do is have a novel from somebody else. I don't want to drive you all the way. Wherever you're going. No, where are you going? You tell me. So you lie. And you tell him somewhere else, which is closer to where he's going, than where you're going, because you don't want him. It's not a lie. It's okay. That's not a problem whatsoever in that case. You go visit a choyla. Says the Kitzvah Shulchanach, you go visit a choyla. And he says, you know, tell me, how do I look? He looks terrible. Mamish, whew, wow, does he look bad. You're going to tell him that? I'd rather not. You don't want to make him feel bad. So you tell him, no, you look, you look okay. You look pretty good. It's fine. Not a problem. You're even allowed to lie to someone to stop him from doing an issa. Right? To stop a guy from doing an issa. So, for example, if somebody wants to eat something, and, and he wants to eat something that he knows is not a good hatcher, it's not, it's a trafe. It's not good for him. So you lie to him and tell him, oh, by the way, that's been in the fridge for, for ages. I think that's really bad. I think, I think it's, I think it's spoiled. I think it's gone bad. I, it's not. You just lied. But you lied to stop him from doing an avera, and therefore it is no problem with that whatsoever. It's okay. I'll give you another example. I also start going to Brazil Let's say I have, I had this once. A husband said to me, his wife is the most relaxed person in the world. Until she gets going with her Shabbos preparations or whatever. He's like, hello, can you get a move on? It's like Shabbos. So he wants to know, is he allowed to lie to her and tell her a different time of Shabbos so that she will light candles earlier because obviously he doesn't want to get into problems. 100%? What's that? She's not going to find out. check the calendar. Let's say, whatever, the case she's not going to find out. Look at the calendar. No problem. You're saving her from doing this, sir. There is no problem whatsoever. You have to be careful with these things, okay? I remember a guy called me from the army once. He was, um, he said they were offering like different snacks over there, whatever it was. And he said they're offering a peanut butter, which he, know, he, know, he knows is not good. I'm not, not, he knows mom is not good. He wants to know is he allowed to lie and say he's allergic to peanut butter? He's not, but is he allowed to lie? So I said, what do you mean? If, you hold, if, if the peanut butter's tack are not good, then you are allowed to lie and tell them that. He called me back the next day. He said, yeah, I told them that. And they were like, didn't we see you like last week eating a peanut butter sandwich? So he messed himself up. But knock upon him. Still, you are allowed to lie in such a case over there. But anyway, Shidduchim. Shidduchim. That's a whole different shayla. Now, Shidduchim, I want to go into Shidduchim now. But, you know, often Bochum will call me up and say, you know, I'm, I'm, on, a, I'm on someone's list for a Shidduch, you know, for, I'm on the resume. What am I allowed to say? What am I allowed to say? So I'm not going to go into it now because it's a, it's a sugya of Shidduchim in general. 
But, you know, if something is really, really bad, then yes, obviously you have to say it. But you have to know everything is relative. For example, you know, people sometimes ask, you know, people call Shadokim all the time, and I always say, don't ask general questions, ask specifics. And the last question is like, you know, is he from? Now, I don't know what that means. Everyone has a different ghetto, what from means? Is he chilled? I don't know what I consider chilled and what they consider chilled is two different things. So you have to be very, very careful. It's not about lying. You have to know their perspective. You have to know what they, you know, what, what, what do they mean by what they say. But of course, Chash Vashon to lie, says something is that I once had to call, it was very, very sad, but I once had to call a, a rov in a different community in Chodstaret and break off a, 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 a shidduch that they were about to get engaged. They were mamish holding by proposing and I broke off the whole thing because she had no idea what he was doing in his spare time. Whatever that was. So I had to do it. What can I do? Right? They obviously lied about it. Someone obviously lied down the lines. And it's kefalah. A person should never be involved in such a thing. But at the end of the day, a person has to be careful. You know, there are many, many shilas. And of course, there are many attempts in certain situations. You have to know every situation is different. But you have to know that, yes, there are certain times that it's mutter. But the milers of speaking emas are unbelievable. In fact, one of the... The, 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 the rover before Barshid was the Makbad, so Makbad on MS that his Hasidim, when they would walk in from the, from the street, and it was, they were drenched, their mom was drenched with rain. And so they would walk in and say, Hey, is it raining? Interesting question to ask, but is it raining? They wouldn't answer yes, because maybe it stopped. And I'm going to go check it. Now you might say, Oh, come on, take it easy, chill out, man. It was raining. It's most of raining. But they obviously had worked on the sensitivity that every word that came out of their mouth was correct, was MS, was true. That yes, for them it meant that they can't say it's raining right now if they don't know 100% it's raining. Rabbi said that might be a little bit extreme for us. But just to I understand the idea, we saw from Chazal the godless of a person who speaks MS, the terrible punishment of a person that speaks Shekhar. And the Ezra if we work on it, as we said, the Rabbanishim give us all Siyat Dishmaya, that we become the Anshemon and the Rishonai, the Ezra will be rebuilt. Have a wonderful day.